Is 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10 a clear prohibition of same-gender married relationships? That's the question I want to dive into today in our current series titled, Why I'm a Gay-Affirming Christian. My name is Brett Tilford, pastor at The Table, a church in Saxe, Texas, and it's a privilege to welcome you to Table Talk, where I bring you ideas and insights from Christian theology, spirituality, and culture that help you become a more thoughtful, insightful, and just a downright wonderful human being. So this is part four of our series, and like I mentioned, I want to unpack another passage from the Bible, sometimes referred to as one of the clobber passages, because of the way it's used to intellectually clobber, so to speak, LGBTQI plus people. So let's go ahead and hear what 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10 has to say. Here I quote it. Do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, male prostitutes, sodomites, thieves, the greedy drunkards, revilers, robbers will inherit the kingdom of God. End quote. Okay, so the two key terms here in Greek are malakoi, which translates to male prostitute, and the second is arsenikoitai, which the NRSV translates as sodomite. For the sake of length, I won't delve into the controversy surrounding the term malakoi, since honestly there's just really no controversy among Christians that sexuality without any restraint, i.e. prostitution, uh, is bad. So instead, let's turn our attention to arsenikoitai, which is translated as sodomite. Now, what does arsenikoitai mean? Well, literally it means man bed. It's a combination of two Greek words, arsenos, which means male, and koitai, which Koita, sorry, which means bed. Now, you say, that's a weird term, man bed. Yes, I agree. And honestly, it's not one that has ever shown up in other ancient writings outside of the Apostle Paul who wrote 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10. So a number of more traditional scholars have argued that Paul, in using or perhaps coining this term, uh, because it's not a term that was used much, if ever, in the ancient world outside of Judaism, that's key, outside of Judaism, um, might have the, the, the Greek translation of the Old Testament, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13, in mind when he used that word. That's what folks kind of question. Um, and here's why. You see, in the Greek version of Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13, which you'll recall from my last video, says, if a man lies with a man as with a woman, he should be put to death. So in that passage in, in Greek, not Hebrew, but in Greek, you have the terms arsenos, male, and koita, bed. So more conservative scholars say, ah, perhaps as Paul is writing in 1 Corinthians 6, 9, he's drawing from this male bed language of Leviticus 20. Now, to that I would say, perhaps. I mean, it's always a bit sketchy to say things like, now, what Paul really had in mind, and then act super confident about that. Uh, having said that, what other scholars, like for example, Robin Scroggs point out, is that later rabbis also use the Hebrew version arsenikoitai to refer specifically to the active partner in a pederastic relationship. Uh, pederasty, this is basically man-boy love, which we would call pedophilia. So what this shows 
is really the challenge of using the history of a word as definitive proof of its meaning at a later date. In other words, even if you break down arsenikoitai into its two root words and say, oh, see, see, look, they tie back into Leviticus, you still have to wrestle with the fact that later rabbis use the term to refer to pederasty, which, of course, would seem to align more with an LGBTQ um, affirming position. In other words, to try and sum this up, you sort of have to make an interpretive decision with the term arsenikoitai. If you tie the term back into Leviticus chapter 18, then it would seem to potentially condemn modern forms of shame, gender, sexuality. However, if you tie it into the way later rabbis use the term, well, then it would seem to condemn pedophilia, which, of course, is not the same thing as modern uh, gay adult relationships. In other words, imagine you're a modern Bible interpreter, and you have to translate the term arsenikoitai in 1 Corinthians 6, 9, how do you do it? Like, do you choose a term like homosexual or sodomite? Or do you look to the later rabbis and say, no, no, we're going to use the term pedophile. Obviously, that's a huge decision. And yet the truth is that in the end, it's difficult to venture more than an educated guess as to what exactly Paul was referring to in this passage, since we don't have many other uses of this word in ancient literature or in Paul's writings. As scholar Marty Nicena puts it, the question of the exact meaning of the juxtaposition malakos and arsenikoitas thus remains obscure. This is especially the case regarding the word arsenikoitai, he continues. The modern concept of homosexuality should by no means be read into Paul's text, nor can we assume that Paul's words in 1 Corinthians 6-9 condemn all homosexual relations in all times and places and ways. The meaning of the words are too vague to justify this claim, and Paul's words should not be used for generalizations that go beyond this experience in a world. End quote. So as you can see, Saying that 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10 says sodomites shall not inherit the kingdom is far from some sort of knockdown argument. And of course, I'm not saying that I have the knockdown argument either. Instead, what this shows is that, again, the Bible was written in a very different time and culture. And so we have to be very careful of saying, I know what the Bible says, when the truth is that we've never really studied the, like any Greek or Hebrew in our lives. By the way, for those wondering... The entire argument above would also apply to 1 Timothy 1, verse 10, which also includes arsenikoitai in a long list of vices. All right, that's all for today. If you enjoyed this content, go ahead and leave a review. And to ensure you don't miss future episodes, you can subscribe. Thanks for joining me. Love you all. Grace and peace.